Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from handsomephantom.com. I'm your host, Dustin, here with me. Beautiful boys, Brandon. What's up? Ben. Hello. And Phil. Hey. What's up? What is up? How are you doing? Good. I have a question for you, Phil. Yeah. You're rocking the, the blue water. What is this water bottle? And what about it? It's one of those fancy waters. Well, it's, it's blue. Waikia Hawaiian Volcanic Water. I never drink regular water anymore. I always have the kind with some sort of electrolytes and alkaline mm. based. And um, that if I'm going to drink aluminum. Water, yes, aluminum. Lots of aluminum. I, uh, I drink Fiji at home, but I stopped at one of the gas stations and this is what they had i don't like the sports slids you know the kind that yeah. pop up so i have to get whatever they have that is the electrolyte type water with the the right proper lid okay so uh yeah if, if you get one of the sports lids you can like look cool you can squirt it in your mouth from far away and work. watch the the <laughs> jets come bounce back off your tongue <laughs> just, and your those little hangy down things in your back i don't like anything. being wet so like it's just a disaster waiting to happen yeah yeah i don't know if i was just stupid when i was a kid yes we all yes, <laughs> but I remember seeing you, you, Ben. You talked about the sports lid and uh -huh. you know whatever. I remember the Gatorade commercials where people would like their sweat was like was a Gatorade right, was uh, Gatorade. Yeah, I remember that. I remember like thinking, does Gatorade make your sweat a different color? As a kid, and then mm -hmm. you realize, and you're like, wow, that person's probably just really sticky. Yeah. And then on <laughs> after that, yeah, yeah, most of adulthood is sticky though. In uh, one way or another. In many ways, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, pretty deep. Well, well, that was the HP podcast. Yep. Yeah. We're done. Um, no, the other thing is that, th so there's the tradition, Phil, in, in sports where they like dump the Gatorade on mm -hmm. the coach. On the coach when they win something big. When they win something big. Yeah. Dude, if I was a coach, I would hate that. Oh, but you won. They love it. I, I guess. If you win, then it's that's, like. That's the main point of coaching is to win. So they'll take it. Do they do that in the NFL, like big? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Super Bowl. Every Super Bowl winning coach will get the Gatorade. And I think it even goes down a little bit more. Um, I've seen in regular. If there's like some big milestone that someone may have achieved, they'll get the Gatorade dump. Mm. Mm. My high school football team uh, probably would have done that, but we never won a game. So Same. we won one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. We had a notoriously bad yeah. high school football team. Yeah. Um, people came to the games for the band. Yeah, yes. they did not come for the sportsmanship. I one time we went, didn't win a game for six years and only two games in like ten. So yikes! Yeah. I went with a girl that um, went to a high school that was good at football, and I sat on their side. And boy, it was hard because yeah. they were just like <laughs> it was like forty-seven to nothing, and they're just like, "Well, I hope they score at least once." You know, those poor guys over there. <laughs> I'm just like, oh man. I'm part of those poor guys. Yeah, over <laughs> we are those poor guys. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. as we said off the top, this is the HB podcast, your weekly gaming podcast from AnsonFandom.com. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Uh, I got a shout out real quick, of course, to our patrons over at Patreon.com slash HandsomePhantom, where you can sign up for just a dollar and get this show early, which here's the thing on our Discord, which you can join at HandsomePhantom.com slash Discord. I've noticed that some people are listening to this show as soon as it hits the Patreon feeds. Oh, yeah. Nice. Where uh, we're getting some some live comments on the show literally later like, that night. There's been times awesome. I've published it in the, like at 3 a.m. and people are commenting on it by 5. Or I'm seeing it by 5 and they've commented on it like an hour before that or something. That's yeah. cool. It's wild. That's real cool. 
So, yeah, thank you for your support there. And then, of course, at the $3 level, you get access to uh, early access, I should say, to HP After Dark, which is our off-topic show where we're recording an mm -hmm. episode directly after this. And then at the $5 level, you can get to be a producer, all the prestige, the mm. pr producer prestige. That's right. Get your name read at the end of the credits. And for a kiss on the lips, I think, right? Oh. Is that a part of the $5? Unconfirmed. It's in the works. We've never had anyone ask, but I don't know that I'd be able to refuse them if they did. Couldn't do it. Couldn't yeah. do it. Is that prostitution? Not if it's free. Well, it's a free it's perk free. at the five dollar yeah. level. <laughs> the perk is free. It's like when you when you buy like a t shirt and you get a free bag of weed, you know? The True. weed is free. True. Mm. Sure. Or you like know? in our Discord, if you're a patron, you get like a little tag and your name's a different yeah. color. You're yeah. not paying for that. It's no. just a perk. Right. Yeah. So the same thing with the kisses. I think that'll hold up in court. And I the cigarettes. So I think so. Did yeah. I tell you guys we give out cigarettes to all our patrons? Just like just cartons. eighteen and under, right? Just, just eight, no, twenty one and under. <laughs> twenty one and under. Yeah, that's oh right. God. Yeah, a free card to cigarettes if you've been a patron <laughs> at the five dollar level for two years. So man, I'm about to get that carton. <laughs> Damn. Uh, we do have a little bit of news this week. Big news. We'll off the top here, Big and that news. is uh, next week is going to be my final week as the host of this show. Um, He's dying. I'm dying. Um, I'm currently <laughs> dying, and I know for sure I'll be dead by next week. Damn. No, but um, wow. yeah. So basically, as I'm sure a lot of listeners know, uh, I recently officially became the third co-host of a show called Sacred Symbols. And so with that, I was asked to kind of focus in some priorities. There's like, you know, a bunch of different things that I do as far as gaming stuff. And so with that, uh, that hosting gig comes some exclusivity, right? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be moving on, but of course this show is not over. Yes. The show is in extremely capable hands, uh, with the boys here in this very room. The men, if you would. The men. Mm. Yes. Oh, the men. We're graduating. Yes. Once we ditched us, <laughs> <Dustin, laughs> we're graduating. So, no, so what's up, men? That's what you're gonna <laughs> yeah. no, no boys, what's up? The beautiful men. The beautiful men. The handsome men. Oh. 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 oh, shit. Handsome Wow, men. why have we not thought huh. of that? God. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think of what, I mean, I'm thinking that since next week is the last episode that we can, I don't know, I I have some mushy things to say. It's probably better saved for that. Sure. Last episode. Yeah. But we wanted, we didn't want it to just be like, oh, this, this is my last episode. Goodbye. And then the very next episode, everything's totally different. Right. But I do want to throw it over to Ben just to talk about, you know, what's, what's, what's going on. Yeah. So Dustin says he'll be leaving, and he will officially be, and won't be the host anymore. We'll still have Dustin on as a frequent guest, I would imagine. Yes. You know, not every week, um, but definitely as often as we can and seems prudent, uh, especially if we're down a, down a person. And then our other show, HP After Dark, which is a monthly show, um, a pretty good chance you'll still hear Dustin on almost, if not every episode of that show. It's a totally different thing. It's not gaming related at all. It, we just talk about like farts and stuff so uh and fart on the show sometimes whoa whoa has that happened i've never on never on mic but i'm holding on do not start oh, after. do not plant this seed in the patron's head because <laughs> there will be one patron that takes it a bit too far i just know it yeah nope. probably so the theory that i have is that you can never take anything too far that's true okay that's <laughs> okay <laughs> okay okay i can't argue with that logic anyway <laughs> so I'll kind of be taking over the reins as far as like, you know, putting together the show notes and, and kicking off the show, taking Dustin's role as far as the host. Um, but as you know, the show, you know, we all talk. It's a free flowing conversation typically. So um, you won't notice a whole lot except for Dustin won't be on every episode. You'll still hear him sometimes. Um, trying to think of what else. Oh, Dave, our buddy Dave from Canada, who's been on shows in the past and has been on HP After Dark a few times. Will be on uh, more frequently. I don't know for sure that he's able to commit to a full, like, a third chair, fourth chair kind of thing for sure. Uh, but we're working on that, and he's going to do what he can at first, and then we'll we'll see if we can move into that. So he likes the, cheese on his pizza, so he's good people. That's true. That's true. Yeah. the The cliff notes there is Dustin's leaving, but not gone. Dustin's still here for HP After Dark. I'm taking over the show as far as organization and stuff. 
and Dave will probably be more a more frequent appearance, as it were. Um, and if you also, if you if you leave the Patreon or stop listening, uh, we will send the mafia to your house. Oh, oh my God! Can we get the yakuza involved in this? I feel like they're a little more menacing. I was gonna say Illuminati, but that's like too high level. We need grunt work. Mm, yeah. Right. Right. So the Yakuza or the Mafia, I mean, whatever. <laughs> They're just different nationalities. We're taking applications so. now. Um, so any up-and-comers. The Yakuza is just so likable. Like, oh, said no They're one. so well-dressed. They're very well-dressed. Yeah. 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 They don't have those big, long, long, uh, long-sleeve shirts like the Mafia. No. no. Yeah. Pinstripe suits. Yeah. Tommy yeah. guns. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan of them. Anyway. But, uh, I, yeah, I think, Ben, that covers it. I, like I said, I'll save... Oh, this is also becoming a My Little Pony podcast. I oh, forgot to mention that oh, part. Oh, shit. I don't know who's going to talk on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. The show, here's the thing that I do want to say is that it's clear that podcast changes are hard. Um, always. I mean, it's, it's not just difficult for uh, the audience listening. It's also difficult for the people behind the mic as well. And so... With the changes, I think that you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised just because uh, Ben is a great host. You've heard him every week. He's going to do a fantastic job. Brandon brings his own. uh, I want to say insanity. I I just the thing about Brandon is you never know what's going to happen. Neither do I. But not just that, but also like really great insight. And of course, Phil. Phil, you might actually bring a di- you'd bring a different brand of insanity Absolutely. in a way. You don't yeah. know what kind of wetness is going to come out of Phil's mouth. <laughs> wetness. Not. Now that's Absolutely that's not. the word. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the it word. It could be verbal wetness. It could be real wetness. That is a great descriptor. Right. So, I just feel like the the first thirty years of my life, I didn't really say what I was thinking. So it's just it's really come out over the last decade of uh, what's all cropped up in that old head. I mean, there, here's the thing. There's a lot of bad things about Dustin leaving, but the best thing is that I, right now I'm the only person on the show, and this could change, you know, I'm the only person on the show who's never missed an episode. Dustin's only ever missed one, and at the beginning of this show, Brandon was only on every other week or so. So with Dustin leaving and being on the show uh, more infrequently, leaving as the host, I will then further my gap, so it will mm. be harder for someone mm. to beat me. So Damn. that's all. It's really about my my superiority is what Damn. this is about. Really, I mean, Ben is the purest form of the HP podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about <laughs> that's it, that's true. When you distill it down, the purest, but not the final. Right, yeah. right. Any other thoughts on that? I don't know if uh, Brandon or, or Phil, if you guys have anything you want to add there. Not that you need to, but yeah, no, I'm just excited to move forward. Um, I love doing this show and I love talking with you guys and um, yeah, just happy to keep doing it. Right. Honestly. So yeah, the train, the, the HP train chugs along. Chug, chug, chugging. Can it be a van? Uh, depends. I'm thinking like nineties church van. Yeah. The Ooh, HPV. But stinkier. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Stinky and the word HPV just came out almost That's why I wanted it to be a time. van. I'm very. So we can call it the HPV. I'm concerned with this train. Taking of- a ride. Whoa. <laughs> See, that's the wetness that you're talking that's about. That's the wetness. There it is. There it is. Unstoppable. Oh, man. Unstoppable. I just threw that bait out there and reeled it in. That's you right. baited it. Oh. Very, very. <laughs> Oh, man, we're heading into After Dark territory now. Yes, already. We'll save that. Save it, save it. it. Cool. So more next week (laughs) on that, but we wanted to get everybody on board and aware. (laughs) Everyone get on the HPV. Get everyone board the HPV. (laughs) Sorry, I apologize. I'm sorry. It was uncalled for. Shall we move into the news of the week? Let's do it. Get it. Okay. We got a press release from... 505 Games mm-hmm. and Digital Bros, Digital Entertainment, which is the, I didn't, wait, is Digital Bros the creator of Ghost Runner? Is that the name of the studio? Uh, I don't remember that from our coverage, but maybe. I'm so confused because at the top of this press statement it says Digital Bros. I have no clue who they are. Anyway. Sure. Uh, it has basically been announced that 505 Games is publishing a sequel to Ghost Runner and it will be available on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S. And with this as well, they uh, confirmed that Ghost Runner sold over 600,000 copies 
It says, proving to be a very successful game, appreciated by players around the world. And that by the end of 2021, Ghost Runner will be available on next-gen consoles. I wanted to bring this up just because Ghost Runner uh, is a game that many of us played here on this show and enjoyed very much. And uh, I thought this was cool that they just were like, yeah, our, this game sold a ton. People really liked it. And guess what? We're doing a sequel. Round two. This is really interesting. This, this goes back to the Digital Bros thing. Okay, so I'm gonna. Re- they basically have five operating segments. Digital Bros. Uh, they're they're a group based out of. I don't know. It's active in worldwide audio offices in Italy and abroad, United Kingdom, United States, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they do premium games, free to play, Italian distribution, which it consists in the distribution of in Italy of video games purchased from international publishers. So they're like a middleman. Uh, other operations including an academy and some other stuff and they have some holding companies which is you know they probably somehow own the rights to tomba um but as far (laughs) as the premium games it says uh, this is a little lengthy but the activity consists in the acquisition of exploitation rights of video game developers and their subsequent distribution is through an international sales network and through the distribution of digital marketplaces such as steam playstation xbox etc etc video games are normally acquired under an exclusive license etc the brand used worldwide by the group in this sector is 505 Games. So 505 is a subsidiary of Digital Bros. Right. That's why we've never heard of it, because they just go by 505 here. Yeah. Level 1 made the game, I think, or something like that. Oh, you're right. One more level? One more level. One that more level. It, yeah. Yes, you're right. I knew it was something, yeah. I got to read part of this. Now that I'm I'm digging deeper into this this press release here, it's so it's 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 odd. It doesn't feel like a standard thing that you would... I don't know. I don't read a ton of press releases anymore, but this one feels weird. It says the international vi- video game publisher 505 Games, a subs- subsidiary, wait, subsidiary. Sub- subsidiary of Digital Bros Group, which is listed on the Star Regiment of Borsa Italiana, announces the agreement with one more level for the development and publication of the second version of, of the Ghost Runner game on both PC, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Was this translated? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Okay. In, in the wake of the continuous success and the most recent acquisition, the video game's intellectual property IP, the group doubles its investment in the original in the creation of Ghost Runner 2, contributing with an initial budget of Euro five million. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah, Euro yeah, five this million. Is definitely definitely okay. A translation. Okay. That makes sense. Strange wording, but um does it does it give any sales numbers, Dustin, on how Ghost Runner did? Six hundred thousand. Wow, that's the yeah. that's what they yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Six hundred thou. Yeah, that's great. I just I was fearful because it was a great game. Would I give it a nine or something? Um, but it, it's a great game. That's my real review, and I was just I, the the conversation around it kind of died quickly, and I was a little worried that maybe it didn't sell well. But I'm glad to hear it did. Dude, I think it's because it came out at a weird time. It did come out at the weird. It was time. like right before PS Five. Yeah, yeah, like you're right. maybe not right before, but it was close enough. Um, I gotta say, I really do like this game and I'm glad they're making another one. Um, I liked it as soon as I played it at PAX. Yeah. I knew it was going to at least be viewed well in the eyes of the people that played it. Um, I wasn't sure who would be playing it exactly, but I'm pleased to see that it sold well because I think it deserves it. Did you ever finish it? Not yet. I was going to wait for, um, the PS5. Update. Yeah. I was waiting for the PS5 update, honestly, because yeah. I've been... I've been rocking that PS5 for a minute now. I want all PS5 games. You know what I'm saying? The thing that I, I find so interesting is that Ghost Runner is like a prime example of these this like new, we'll say Neo to make it sound cool. Neo AA market. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Like um, we've seen some other stuff, particularly Focus Home Interactive is like really thriving in this. Like, yeah. Or in other studios like um, Play, uh, Plague Tale yeah. is another one of these games that... I love this idea of AAA graphics, but the scale of the game is much smaller, whether that's in mechanics or game length or whatever. And they really focus in on one thing. So Ghost Runner being that like first person kinetic sword gameplay. Right. Or like uh, Plague Tale, which was like very story driven. Right. Um, but neither one of them, what's, what's cool about it is I feel like we've started as an industry, I guess not we, we don't make the games, 
So we're not that we don't take any credit, but well, I guess ben, Ben's the associate producer of that. You're not making double A. No, but maybe, maybe at some point. Who knows? Who knows? But that's not a burial for anybody. Burial needs some more help. If we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But just this, like when you thought of triple A ten right. to fifteen years ago, it meant budget in yeah. all and in all of its negative connotations. Triple A. No, del- oh, I I should I meant to say double A. Yeah, but uh. But yeah, double A had like kind of a negative connotation. But now I I love this idea. And Ghost Runner, not a full priced no, game. No. Was it 30 or 40? I think it was 40, wasn't it? Yeah, that sounds right. Either way, I think it's it's a fantastic market um, yeah. to expand in. No, yeah. I, I really think they got a good formula here. It even gives me some like Doom vibes at some point. And to think of how much Doom has expanded their format to just take it through the roof. I just see a lot of potential in this game specifically. Um, and yeah, if it's going to sell, hopefully the next one sells better. If it does well, I could see it being like um, when Dead Island came out, kind of took people by surprise, and then they got to go on and do Dying Light and now Dying well, Light I mean, 2. And you can expand, you know, as you sell more units. You right. Can... And people are still hungry for BS5 content. Yeah. So I wouldn't even be surprised if they saw another bump. Yeah. When the update comes. So now that's. Oh, yeah, I think they will. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's really, really good news, man. Yeah. If you see it on sale, pick it up for sure. I don't know what the budget of this game was, but if they sold 600,000 copies, that's I mean, there might be a clue in here. Okay. Just because it says the group doubled its investment for the creation of Ghost Runner 2. Two and a half million euros then? Uh, Wait, contributing an initial budget of. Euro five million. Right. So maybe the the budget well that just said what they contributed, two point right. five mil. So but still that's nothing. But then you have to like figure that out in Canadian dollars and then get it to the real currency. Yeah. And then, yeah. They made it for like five bucks. Yeah. yeah. Sixty seven cents. Sixty seven cents. It doesn't even smell like maple syrup. <laughs> that is a game that I would really it's so it's weird because that game came out right before Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yep. It's it's not the type of same game. No. No. Nowhere no, near. It's not at all an RPG. But well, there's a tiny bit of RPG element. There's elements, there. yeah. Yeah. It but, also isn't broken, so I think people can play it. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's and that's one of the things important. I think about being what you were talking about, that size of a game, like you just take your time. Make a good game. Doesn't have to be a thousand hours long. Focus on the what you're good at, and people will buy it. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I just would love, like, if you liked the aesthetics of Cyberpunk, if you want to play a game in a world like that, right? Then this is a game that's like really good. Yeah. Really worth checking out. Highly recommend. Though yeah. it sounds like it's probably worth waiting for the next gen. Yeah. Version. Was it about current gen? About ten or twelve hours, probably. Solid. It isn't incredibly Solid. long, but it is hard. It's difficult. Yeah, so sure. that's the thing that lengthens it. And there's a lot of replayability. And if you really get into it, you can like speed run and stuff. Well, some of the speed runs I've seen after after I played it, I watched a few speed runs that people had done pre-launch, like just in the first two levels. Right. And I'm like, this part right here took me like 40 tries. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And they made made it through in six seconds. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's a game... I never, you know, now I think about it, I didn't finish it. Really? I think I was really close to the end. I thought you finished it. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to have to do that. That's a good game. That might be a good stream game. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. If you didn't die a bunch. Yeah. Well, I guess you did play Dark Souls, so hey. People, you know, I used to think that games that you struggled in would be bad to stream because people get bored oh, seeing dude, you die. My viewers love watching me die. Constantly. Same. Yeah. <laughs> well, then that's the perfect game for yeah. you. Well, that's like Returnal. Like, it's so funny. You'll do like an hour run and then you die. It's like, fuck. And you want to you want to actually die yourself. Right. <laughs> but chat's like, oh, GG's. you'll get it next time. I'm like, no, I won't. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. Don't you dare. So I say. So, yeah. Congrats to uh, 505 and uh, bro gamers or one. Up, what is it? One up gamers, bro gamers. And uh, one more game. <laughs> one more level. One more level. That's it. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Good lord, guys! I, I feel digital like digital bros. That's close enough. Digital bros, right? 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This next one, there's there's so little info, but it is very intriguing. And I feel like we could talk about it at least a little bit. Rockstar has confirmed that GTA 5 will be coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X on November 11th. Thank goodness. Which is much later. Yeah. I think than they because I think they initially said summer. Yeah. It wouldn't be a Rockstar game. Or how about this? A Rockstar project. Because it's not a new game. Right. It's a port. But it's I guess it is, you know, game, whatever. Yeah. But wouldn't be a Rockstar game if it wasn't delayed. Wouldn't be a triple A game if it wasn't delayed. Yeah. At this point. So they're gonna release that game on like the tenth anniversary of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah close. It's, Nine. it's close, dude. Yeah. I mean, I wanna be mad. And I want them to make something else. But if people aren't still playing it and they're still making fuck ton of money. Well, they're making something else. Why would they? You know, but like, I want to be mad. That, I want that. Well, no, I saw a trending on Twitter today is like, oh, people are wondering what's going to come next. And it's like, well, no shit. I mean, they've been doing this for how long now? Yeah. Is it surprising <laughs> that they would want to upgrade it to the new console? Not whatsoever to me. Um, but. That game is a platform. It doesn't utilize yeah. platforms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll just make something else when they've stopped raking in money. I'm surprised they haven't put the bullet in the head of Red Dead 2 online yet. Oh. Because I feel like that was DOA. And, you know, they keep trying to give it some stimulus with making it free and stuff. Well, but the the streamer community is the only thing I think that, that kept Red Dead online with any momentum. Yeah. Because it was pretty much dying. And I think. I don't know for sure, but I think they incentivized a bunch of streamers to play it, and like a lot of them took into role playing everything else. Well, I was gonna say with the popularity of RP right now, yeah, I can you RP in that game? I think so. Are there mods to do that now? I don't know, but I've mm. seen people like streaming, pretending like RPing. Honestly, that that's something to look into, man. With the popularity of all these RPs on GTA, imagine RPing a cowboy. That sounds like fun. That yeah. actually sounds more fun than in GTA Five, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes. It's not surprising to me whatsoever. I don't I'll, know if you guys know this, but I play Sea of Thieves sometimes. Oh, do you? <laughs> I've never heard of it. Tell I me think about I'm going to start RPing as a pirate. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, IRL. Just, just get it. Yeah, I'm just doing <laughs> IRL streams from now on. Ben, I saw a clip on TikTok of Sea of Thieves that was. A sh someone was on a, a ship and they were they had a, a cannon. They were shooting at another ship, and another ship comes in between. He's like, "We passing through, we passing through," yeah, and, then, yeah. and then they get shot. He's like, "We just passing through." <laughs> it was great. Yeah, there's so, so many funny. good clips of that. Yeah, dude, proximity chat. So part part of the the GTA Five is that PS Five players are going to be able to play GTA Online for free. Yep. for the first three months, they'll just be able to hop in, no strings attached. You don't got to buy, which they still haven't been clear. I don't think. Have they said, is this a free update? Yeah, I, I was just going to ask that. I have the physical game. Will I get Let's the PS5 it. version? I'm very curious. I have it, too. It's still in the, in the wrapper because <laughs> I think I own it on PC and that's where I've played it predominantly. Honestly, if I don't get the free upgrade, I'm not playing it. Yeah, I want to check it out and I do. And I don't know if they fix the economy. If anybody plays gta in the discord or is listening let me know because i want to know if that game has changed but i feel like they want you to sink an insane amount of time in it to do anything on the online um and other games have that but it just seemed disproportionate in seems GTA like every 5. time i see something about it it's like do this and get a million gold a day for free until the new update comes out and i'm like what, what would I? Why would I play if I can just break in money? For yeah, I'm just like, why does your economy make it so that you, you have to give out free money all the time? Just make it so it's rewarding, even when you don't play your whole life. You guys want to form a gang? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. In Red Dead. That sounds online. fun. The HP gang. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
I miss the old Red Dead Online. Kanye. I'm sorry. The God. old Red Dead Online? Yeah, the, from the first game. I don't remember there was That was, was actually one. pretty decent. It was a lot of fun. I gotta say. Yeah. I played Red Dead and I played Undead Nightmare, but I didn't know there was an online. Mm-hmm. Undead Nightmare was so fucking cool. So good. So I was looking up about the free upgrade, and I can't find any direct news. Sus. Like eight months ago, there was reports of like, oh, this retailer had a list that says GTA 5 will be a free upgrade if you own the PS4 version. Right. So that tells me. Sus. Who knows? $60 if you don't. Yeah. Which, to I be clear. That game twice. Yeah. They're not getting a third one out of me. Yeah. The thing that, uh, one thing I just learned from looking at this is that the online, that three months, all you like, all you have to do is redeem it, and then you have it forever. Ah, okay. so it's oh. not just three a three month window to check it out. It's just like you have to get it in that time okay. frame. Okay. What didn't they have a deal with PlayStation? Oh, that was just an advertising deal, I think. I'm really confused by this, Ben, because yeah. I thought there was a deal that G, that PlayStation would have the the GTA Five update first. Maybe it's maybe they get it first, but then the first three months on Xbox is free. They made it sound like it was a launch type window yeah. situation too, which well, I know it may it was have delayed, been. But it like, may have been, yeah. This game, I, yeah, keeps humming. Yeah, oh, like, I, yeah. I feel like we don't got all the news here. I guess more to come. This is there. Go ahead. There will definitely be uproar on the internet. I'm sure if there's not a free upgrade, so I'm sure I'll see that at least. They don't need the money, is the thing. No, like for this game specifically, they're making money on this game. I think it'd be silly for them to charge. Okay, let's move from news into pure speculation. We kind of touched on this. Okay, what is Rockstar gonna make next? I know. I know it's a trite subject that we don't actually, we're never going to actually know until it's announced, but could, are they working other than Red Dead Online and, and the Red Dead upgrade or the, not Red Dead Online? Well, they're working on Red Dead Online. They're working on GTA Online and they're working on the GTA next gen update or current gen update. Yeah. But they've got to have something else circulating back there in development. That's and I a loaded question. really doubt it's GTA or, or Red Dead. Like, I don't know. I, I would bet that it was GTA. I don't know, man. I would have thought that before, but like they don't need GTA 6. They just don't need it. Like, I don't think that that community now is looking for story driven content right the way they used to. Now they want the online. I don't know if it is. I mean, the, the good money's on a bully sequel because people want it so badly. But like, the loud people want it. I don't know if the people in general want yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just right. like the people that. So. The people that play GTA, yeah. it is like so far spread. Yeah. Not even joking. The most diverse launch that I've ever went to. Did your dad still play a lot? Was the GTA launch? Yeah, he still plays. Yeah, he's been playing it since it fucking came out, and that's what I'm saying. Is that like I feel like this game, much like Call of Duty, even more so, maybe even in a different way. GTA just has that broad appeal. It's been around for a while, and I feel like. Maybe that's maybe I'm just saying that because I have anecdotal evidence. My see, dad I'd love plays to see it, like a GTA like, like noir or something like that. And I know like, like LA noir. I know that that's going to happen. But like that time period, you know what I mean? Like sure. it, it doesn't have to be the LA noir kind of mechanics, but like just a, a GTA game set in that time period with with gangsters and Tommy guns. Tommy guns. Dude, and, I, I would love for them to make a new LA noir. You know what? That's my bet. It's yeah. unlikely, but I want to see an LA noir that isn't fucking lame. Mm-hmm. I know you're supposed to be a cop, but let me run oh, over people. Shit. Let me run over people. <laughs> well, yeah, you Let just me said ma- it wasn't you, lame. Huh? Around the 10th anniversary of L.A. Noir, mm-hmm. did you just call it lame? Listen. He it, just meant he didn't get to run over people. It's <laughs> lame if you're do, doing... It's you can not, run over people. It's just not... You don't get rewarded for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So let's let's get somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. get like a, like a True Crimes L.A. type vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can still be... You know, investigative. L.A. Noir, but you're the criminals. But have fun. Yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. And it'll be top down. Deep undercover. <laughs> deep undercover. Imagine that. <sighs> deep undercover criminal. Boy. Man, I don't, that'd be cool. It would be... I'm trying to think of a movie that was similar to this, and I'm having trouble remembering if I'm thinking of the right movies, but so I won't say it, but well, a game idea that would be kind of cool, and I'm just riffing here because we're short on content, really, but... Uh, short on news, that is. This week's been kind of slow, but mm-hmm. um, having a game where it's like you're de- you're you're a criminal and you're like in the world, and then like somehow throughout the game you discover that you're actually an undercover agent, but you've lost your memory. I don't know something like I I feel like we don't get many good 
unpredictable twist in games anymore. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan needs to make a game. M. Night Shyamalan. Damn. Lady in the Water, there, the game. Well, there... Yeah. There was a game that just came out with some twists and turns. Which one, Phil? Resident Evil had some, some twists. Oh, we talk a little bit more about that later. Can't really talk yeah. about the twist, but I mean, it's 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 got some. Well, just saying, there's a twist already is a spoiler, Phil. Well, that's all wow, right. that's all right. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. It's been out for two weeks. If you haven't beat it yet, it's not my fault. Oh damn. So okay, I have, I guys, I know this was already leaked. Not yeah. leaked, but there were some rumors. New and IP speculation. is my bad, by the way. Uh oh, new IP. That's yeah. Okay. My, I'm thinking the Red Dead Redemption 2 PS5 port uh-huh. bundled with Red Dead 1 Remake. Yeah. Mm. Because they have the map ready. Yeah. The yeah. map is just there. They didn't even use it yeah. in the campaign. Right. But you can, they use it for, it's probably for GTA Online more than it, or Red Dead 2 Online. Yep. But I feel like that makes so much sense. You convince people to buy the game again and... I don't know. I guess with Rockstar is one of those like perfectionist type things that making a, a simple remake like that is not. There's no right. such thing as a simple remake, right. especially for them. They have to make something new eventually, though. Like Do something they? new. I would hope so. I, I mean, I hope so, but I feel like they don't necessarily feel. They're looking Nintendo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Nintendo makes new stuff in between all the remakes right, and right, ports. Right, right. And, you know. Did you forget arms, bitch? <laughs> Come on. How, how could I forget? Damn. Have we forgotten about Splatoon? Splatoon? I never forget about Splatoon. Splatoon 3 is going to be fire. That game is a Can't fucking wait for that. <gasps> wow. Hot strike, take. Strike two. Hot take. I, strike I know. Two. I know. L.A. Noir. I know. And Splatoon. Sorry. I just like playing better shooters. That's just me. All right. And so the other announcement is that Brandon's kicked off the show. Right. Okay. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm going to go play. Splatoon 2 is the first uh, game I ever reviewed. (laughs) Splatoon 2 is a game I played and loved, but I didn't play a lot of it. I played a lot. And I would like to play it again, but I'm afraid it's dead now. Is it dead? Probably. It's probably just filled with people that have been playing since it came out. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. a little rough. Big X. Okay, next one. This is another one that... A lot of speculation, but I think it's... We could speculate. Let's speculate. So, I don't like bringing... Okay, I don't have anything against Jeff Grubb. Sure. Let me make that clear. I don't have anything against him. Yeah. But I feel like people hang on his every word, and we found that he's inconsistent. Right. Last week, he's like, the Battlefield reveal is happening this week. Guess what? didn't happen he's like oh well they must have moved it around this is not the only time that he said that right which that may be true right he, it, let's say all is equal and fair he's just reporting what he knows or mm-hmm. what he's been told so here's an interaction that happened on twitter a tweeter oh, <laughs> oh my god how old are you i'm dying <laughs> well we said i was dying next week that's true so well, kids this on is, a tweeter it's a quick decline. By the end of the show, I won't be able to speak. <laughs> so let's see. Someone tweeted and said, I had a bunch of messages and super chats about Starfield today where people were saying that Jeff Grubb said it wasn't exclusive or whatever. So I figured I would tweet this out and have Jeff clear the air since it seems what he says gets twisted by people. LOL. Well, Jeff Grubb retweeted this and said, Starfield is exclusive to Xbox and PC. This is me confirming this and c- confirming that. In a follow-up tweet, he said, like, go write a story. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Hmm. Jeff Grubbs declares Starfield exclusive to Xbox. I hope it's true. I mean, there's a couple things here for me. One, shocker? No. no. Like, they uh, own the fucking studio. <laughs> right. I mean, they said they were going to make things exclusive. And um, they should. I don't have any reason to think that they wouldn't. Would it be nice if it were everywhere for everybody to play it? Sure. Is it smart for them to do it? Probably. Uh, to, to make it exclusive? Probably. The other thing is, again, I don't know Jeff, and I don't have any reason to dislike him, but go write a story. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's, yeah, it's a little... Dude. <laughs> yeah, especially if, like some information regardless of the outcome of the information has been incorrect i feel like 
if you've been spot on time and time and time again, that's different to have attitude about. And he has to some extent. Well, he's been yeah. wrong a lot too, though. Sure, but you know. Anyway, yeah. Also, if you're in the industry and Jeff Grubb is your friend and you're talking to him, it sounds like <laughs> if you have secrets that you want to keep kept, you shouldn't tell him. Yeah, do not Which, talk to this guy. The truth is, though, some people talk to industry people in order to leak things on purpose. Right, right. So I don't know. I'm not I don't know. I'm, I'm half making a joke here, but also it just seems weird that it's one guy that suddenly has all the scoops. That's just something's weird to me about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. We, sh- we we know absolutely nothing about Starfield. So how can I feel well, anyway? There's a, there's stars. <laughs> Space like for a, sure. Like a field. So like, how could I feel any sort of fucking way about it? And until something is officially announced, I can only be hesitant about anything that I hear, no matter how reliable the source. I just need a know. reason to play that big black box that I have. So like the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll I need take it off your hands. So give me <laughs> it'll be out before Halo Infinite. So that's a good news at least. I mean, that's that's almost a guarantee. Mm. A lot of people are saying this year or early next year. Hmm. It's in flux right now. Yeah, I saw what, about February twenty second or something. Yeah. Two twenty two, twenty two. Yeah. The other thing to keep in mind as we're talking about the exclusivity stuff is that again, this is rumors, but the rumor for a long time is that Sony was negotiating exclusive rights for this game. So to some extent, this game was always for sale in Mm -hmm. one way or another. Yes. Which, granted, in in an industry like this, everything's Everything's for for sale sale. at the right price. Yeah, really? But that game will sell systems, though. I mean, that is is a game that Microsoft has needed for a long time. Well, just imagine when Microsoft says they do, you know, whatever Bethesda, however they announce it, whatever. They do the typical thing where they do the trailer and then uh, what's his face? Uh, Todd Howard comes out. He does the deep dive. He says it just works. Yep, it just works. All that kind of stuff. (laughs) And at the end, they say the date and he says available on Game Pass for PC and Xbox. Well, well, it will be available on Game Pass for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But just imagine that, like if especially if that if that reveal is a banger. Yep. That game's a system seller, right? Like Phil just said, Absolutely. which I think it is. Any Bethesda game, any Bethesda Game Studios game, I should say. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Has it been enough time that people are forgotten about getting burned by 76? I no. think. <laughs> no. Honestly, I think, yeah. I mean, I I think everyone's just acknowledged that it's a stinker. And it's, it's moved not on. anymore, though, is it? I not feel like much it's of one. It, no. Yeah. It. Is built on stink. (laughs) I will say that very few studios and publishers out there would have continued to support a game that was that bad and that poorly received as long and as well as they have. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have made so many improvements and adjustments. Now, there's still things wrong with it. There's things wrong with every game. But Fallout 76 is like such a different monster than it was before. It's like a good monster instead of a bad monster now. Like yeah, dude, they put NPCs in it. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> 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 can you fucking like like That's I so I agree hundred percent with what Ben is saying. Other companies might have dropped it, but I'm also like, they promised all this shit, and it would it be even five. worse if they would have just dropped it. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Well, yeah. the point I was making is that you kind of have to respect Bethesda for like hey, we made a terrible mistake and uh, we're actually going to fix it instead of just letting it die or making yeah. it free to play real quick or whatever. And it still has a community. I mean, oh, I can't, dude, yeah. can't take that away from it. But here's my biggest thing about Fallout 76 that actually made me want to stop playing. I was playing it for a couple months earlier this year or a couple weeks. And uh, the problem was like I was actually having a decent time going around, grinding, uh, leveling up, collecting stuff. And then I'm just in this like this area where this guy comes in and he's like level 9,000, uh, maybe even over 9,000. And it's over 9,000. <laughs> yeah. He comes in and just like starts dropping all this gear and equipment and stuff. And like all of a sudden I had stuff that would have taken me hundreds of hours to get. And I just had it. And I was like, well, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Like, I know I could have just thrown that stuff away, but like I'm not right. going to do that either. So I don't know that. That And I guess I found out after the fact that's a very common thing is that people, it, it, for good reason, like people were tired of having no one want to stick with the game. So they just started being very nice to brand new players. 
And for me, it drove me away. But for a lot of people, that'd make them stick to it. Um, hmm. Yeah. We need more of that in gaming. Even if the game isn't dead. Be nice. Yeah. Okay. This one's for you, Phil. Yes. Sega's Shuji Itsumi mm-hmm. told Famitsu that Yakuza 7 was the most successful title in the franchise worldwide. After mm-hmm. you said Sega, I thought you were going to talk about Sonic for <laughs> Phil. <laughs> <laughs> He also stated that Sega wants to, quote, globally expand Atlas games by releasing them simultaneously worldwide and possibly on multiple platforms. That would be huge. So a couple things to break into this. And then there's a little bit of news that's not attached to this regarding Yakuza. Um, Wait, wait. Atlas wants? Sega Atlas. Sega owns Atlas. Okay. So that means Persona 2. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which this is great news about the Atlas thing because... Persona games have traditionally come out like months after in the U.S. Months. You can watch you could watch an entire playthrough, both Persona 5, Persona 5 Royal. Like before it even came way, out. Way, way yeah. beforehand. Yeah. And this makes anyone who's a fan of that series like in, in any other country but Japan feel like they need to be weary of the Internet, especially because these games have like big twists, reveals, right. characters. So. This is huge. This is insanely good news. The second thing is the fact that they want to possibly release them on multiple platforms, right. which we've heard of rumors, especially this is something that um, our friend of the show, Mr. Matty plays has always touched on is that uh, Phil Spencer has shown some fondness for, for Sega. And some people thought that that meant that Xbox, are they going to buy Sega? It's like, no, he wants those games on Game Pass. Yeah. He successfully did with Yakuza. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that they saw a lot of success with that. And so. And they saw seven on their platform before, you know, the PS5 got it. So. Right. Dude. It was was their first. Persona Why own it on Xbox. Could you imagine? That's the rumor. I feel like that will be huge, actually. I feel like that will be real big. I think that, yeah, Persona 5 Royal is definitely coming to. I think it's definitely coming to Xbox. Game Pass day and date, that would be... That would be crazy. That would be a little crazy. Yeah, that would be crazy. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program. But the other thing, Phil, and I wanted to see specifically in in regards to Yakuza, is that basically they confirmed that the mainline Yakuza games... Sticking to the RPG. Sticking to RPG, and Judgment is their new action, you know, brawler. Which that sequel is now my most anticipated game of the year, the Judgment sequel. What is that? It's called something judgment. Like uh, judgment. Uh, yeah. I don't beyond know. judgment. Is he like yeah. coming through? No. A, is he like coming through a door on the front of that cover? Oh, everyone makes fun of the cover. Is that is, is that like, where he's like coming through? A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, it's my so God. Bad. Yeah. Is that the game you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Lost judgment. Lost judgment. Phil. Great game. The first As a one. fan of both of these. Yes, sir. How are we feeling about it? So it's mixed. I'm glad that judgment's going to continue on in that kind of, you know, gameplay i i didn't i like seven i haven't beat it yet and it's honestly it's because of the combat i just don't like it quite as much but i hear that you know the more you play the more comfortable you get with it and things like that so i think it's it's good to give you some variety we get two games it's kind of like when i took this kind of like as the example like when let's say taking back sunday when they kind of had some people left now you got taking back sunday and you get stray light run or you know when bands split and go their own separate ways so now you get two really good things instead of just the one. So right. I think it's 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 a win. Um, I prefer the action to the RPG, so I'll probably be more interested in Judgment going forward with, with different characters, but I'll play them both right away. 
and be happy about it. So yeah, variety is good, man. Yeah, you can have I don't them both. Think you can, and I mean, what they had six stream mainline games plus whatever little spinoffs and stuff. So they 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 did the same thing for a while. Now Judgment will carry that on, and um, I think it's all good. I think I think I'll grow to love the um, you know, like I said, the mainline Yakuza games with that style of gameplay. But uh, I'll probably be more interested in Judgment going forward. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I have two quickies mm. for you guys, and then we can talk about some games because we're already at 47 minutes. Damn. There's two new DualSense controllers. Ooh, two, two new colors. Oh, it looks sexy. That red one. We've got sexy. red, Ooh. which, wait, these have official names. Cosmic Red and Midnight Black. Oh, and okay. they're going to be available next month. I think it's like early June. What's weird is this PlayStation blog doesn't actually say the exact date i don't think but um yeah they look great i believe that the the black controller is 70 which is the standard price of a dual sense and the red one is 75 if you want the red it's five what extra the fuck smackers is the justification of that well it's red so yeah. you know i'm asking the same question again <laughs> god damn what the car hell? insurance is cheaper or more expensive on a red car oh is that what it is to you insure know, so, it uh, <laughs> red things are just more expensive the red dye was more expensive $5. i had a friend that yelled at me about an hour after that was released like the news about that for not telling him that these new colors were coming out i'm like <laughs> man I don't, I don't have to tell you every time the news comes out i gotta say they're they're very very sexy that red one like very, very Cool looking. The and black one to me just, I mean, it's, they've done it. Yeah. Like, repeatedly. Well, here's the thing. Seeing the black one, I yearn even more for my console to be black. Really? And, See, I like the white and one. And there's been, there was so much hate for the first design of the PS5, and I get it, and I would rather have it be black, and I appreciate what it is, but looking at that controller, I'm just thinking of what could have been. Um, And, man, hmm. I might have to buy another PS5 if they recolor it. Who knows? Maybe. I could never fucking get one. So a few questions for you guys. Sure. First of all, is anyone picking one of these up? Because I've already pre-ordered the black. Yeah, I think I'm, I'll probably wait till I see it passively. Mm, um, and I guarantee you I will because controllers are in no shortage because nobody has the fucking consoles to buy the controllers for. I see them at Walmart all the time. And there's so few games to use. Exactly. Too. Right. So I would um, pick one up if I needed another controller, but I'm not really sure right now what I need another controller for. Sack boy. I bought a second one for Puya Puya Tetris 2. Oh, oh, okay. So me and the wife could play that. So I already have two, so probably not. Okay. Yeah. The the two games that I've been holding out on are Sack Boy. Yeah. Sack Boy, 100%. And it takes two. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, that's no, true. definitely. Yeah. I That game's kind of a blind spot for me, but I've heard really good things for Dude, sure. Dude, it's sold like crazy already. Yeah. Yep. And I'm about it. Honestly, I, I always want to push for co-op games because there's... Don't sleep on Sackboy, though. There's never enough. It's a I great game. Sackboy. Dude, I, I want to buy another controller just to play Sackboy. It's so good. Yeah. Philip. No, never mind. I'll talk to you later. All right. But, uh, yeah. So, these are great. I'm excited. Um, Pretty quick after launch, too. Well, how long has it been? November? Six months. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean... <clears throat> Do these have the same semiconductors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why they put it in the controllers yeah, like, instead. <laughs> oh, I thought I was, I had two questions. Yeah. That was the first question. The second question is, do you guys think Sony will ever sell uh, new plates, outer plates for the PS5 standalone? How hard is it to take it off? Pretty from, easy. From what I, I understand, feel, it, it's just clips. Yeah, I feel like they, mm. didn't they display that in one of their videos, how easy it was to take it off? Yeah. I don't know why you would do that unless you intended on hopefully making that a thing later on. It, it also seems very intentionally designed. So, yeah. I mean, this was some speculation even before the PS5 came out when we were seeing like patent stuff, I think. But also, I feel like that really hinders them to sell like collector's edition models. No, it doesn't. It takes you through just the take fucking those. roof, Phil. You pay $25 a side for mm -hmm. one of those. Mm -hmm. Think how many you could sell based on an entire console and not just a piece of plastic. I bet you would make your money tenfold because they make their money yeah, on accessories true. anyway, not the console. Right. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're because they you have to do the analysis of like, OK, if you sell exclusive consoles only, 
many people will not buy a second PS5. Some of them will. Some people are all into collector's consoles. Yeah. But how many people can you sell a $30 to pack or whatever right. that has them both? You know what? I backtrack. You're right. The 360 did that with the faceplates. Yes. yes. And I bought a collector's edition Xbox and I also bought faceplates to like so they looked really stupid because I had like an, an army green Halo 3 Xbox <laughs> with like an eternal Sonata faceplate on the yeah. front. Yeah. You know and what? it just looked but I did it. Yeah. Who am I kidding? They're gonna be 70. I bought <laughs> I bought multiple of those as well. Yeah. And I had my Xbox in a place where I couldn't even see it. So <laughs> right. I don't know why I bought them, but yeah. Dude, they were really I, cheap. So and I don't know why third party hasn't caught on. They have to some extent, but I think Sony shuts them down pretty quickly. And yeah. like, uh, I mean, you know, imagine the possibilities, though. I mean, think of RGB. I mean, really, depending on how much space you're working with there in the shell, you could potentially do some kind of wacky things. Now, just let me customize my controller. We're good to go. There's a bunch of sticker companies you can put stickers on. Oh, I, nope. would, I would I would, design <laughs> like 35 controllers with my face on them. Yeah. I've almost done that with like Microsoft controllers for a while. And then I get to the part where you pay for it. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. You ever go on and that. like design your own M&Ms? I have. You... Yeah. I used to have M&Ms with my face on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I've, I've done it before. I have. I bought one set before for a birthday present for yeah, somebody. My but... aunt got me some, I think, for yeah. my birthday. But then there's been other times I'm like, that'd be funny. to put... And I'm like. Nah, it's like 14 M&M's for $50. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about putting Frisk's face on M&M's. That'd be a good That'd gift. Cute. Twitch giveaway. Ooh. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. One last quickie, and that is Hades has been rated for PlayStation 4 in Korea, which Ooh. means it's incoming. Hades on PS4. Let's go. Yes, sir. Play it, Brandon. Let's go. You should play this game. I'll buy I know. It. I'll buy it again. I definitely... Yeah. I considered on Switch, but it being on the Switch was part of my hesitation. Oh, it should so have been. So if there's no hesitation, then there's no problem here. And it's at a good price point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How could you beat it? You can't. Well, you could. Mm-hmm. It could be cheaper. Well, everything could be cheaper. You know, sure. you mentioned Sonic earlier, though. One last little bit of news. I got a press release about the, the game that I reviewed, 3 out of 10. There was a couple series of that. It's basically like a video game sitcom. The team behind the Sonic the Hedgehog movie and some other things are turning the video game into a show. I saw that, oh, yeah. Really? So uh, they're going to make a sitcom about the video game sitcom. Yeah. So that'll be How interesting. debaucherous? It will uh, last... I don't know how much de- how much debauchery will be well, involved. See, the game has had two seasons. Yeah. I anticipate the show will not make it past the pilot. That's probably That's crazy. Fair. Um, but we'll see. Dude, you didn't mention it. Did you see the PS5 update for Saints Row the Third? Everything's oh. going to be on Ultra. That's kind of crazy. Right. The new update on PS5 will have been like it's playing on a PC on Ultra. That's kind of cool. That is very on cool. On console. I mean, it's an old ass game. Don't get me wrong. They did do a good job with the remaster. Yeah. Though. It's very But it's still really cool to see that sort of thing coming out of a console. On a console, it, yeah. It really is. So. Yeah. Big stuff. Yeah. To end off our show... Uh, I particularly wanted to talk to Phil, who has now finished Resident Evil 8. Yes. Phil, you're not allowed. I know you, you said yeah. fuck them kids with the Yeah, spoilers. I won't fuck them kids. I won't. <laughs> you won't? Oh, no. Please oh, edit no. that out. No. I won't say. Clear this up right Damn now. Damn it. I just mean. God, that's the. Ugh, sorry. I won't ruin anything. Yes. I won't uh, spoil anything. You already did, Phil. <laughs> nah, that's not a spoiler. No, the kids part. Oh, the kids part? Yeah, I said that. Yeah. That's. Anyway. Okay. Let's get back on track. Where do you want to go with this? You, you finished it. I did. We, I think we talked in the past. You weren't really a big fan of Resident Evil Seven. I've tried to play it twice, and just didn't click. So, how do you feel about this game? It is one of the best video games I've played in a very long time. Ooh. I, I just really loved what I saw about this game, and and that's why I went back and replayed Seven or tried to, and I still have not beat Seven. That's full disclosure. I'm glad they do have a little recap of Seven at the beginning of of Village, so you can either choose to watch that or not. I obviously chose to watch it to kind of get a grasp on how the Seven story ended. Um, Man, I had a lot of fun with this. Like, just and I don't know if it was just Seven was too enclosed; it had that haunted house feel at times. Like, and I know you get out and it gets deeper, but um, the setting here was amazing. I know a lot of the stuff that we saw before the game came out centered around the castle which is awesome. And really what I feel is probably the first half of the game, even though it was only like a quarter of the game, but 
Um, just the settings afterwards, and I don't want to spoil anything. Um, really cool. It takes full advantage of a village and just different areas of it. Um, it's a lot more gunplay this time around, which I think interests me. I would rather, you know, do that kind of stuff. The puzzles were smart. Um, there are times I just don't find puzzles enjoyable. I, I just, I could not put this game down. Hmm. I'm having a hard time with this game. I was telling telling you this before the show, but I'm on this part that is in, so incredibly creepy and scary to it me. It is terrifying. That I'm having a hard time playing yeah. it because I Damn. find it. I don't know if it's just it feeds into the things that I find scary. Because a lot of people that reviewed this game said they thought it wasn't as scary as 7. Right. And I, I thought that was true until this part. Mm. And now... Uh, I think it, no spoilers about what it is, but a lot of it is in the dark. And so you can't see very far in front of you. And it's uh, alarming yeah. in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Yeah. It's it's pretty scary. It's kind of, yeah. To me, it, that part you're talking about was scarier than anything that I witnessed in 7. 7 didn't scare me so much. It just annoyed me. Like when Jack's chasing me around, I'm just like, okay, get the fuck away. Like just... Let me get outside and do something other than be chased around by you. Right. This was terrifying, what happens in that part. Um, and it really just like, and I, I think after people played 7, you, you realize that it is still connected to, you know, games in the, in the franchise. It's not really. So, like, the little Easter eggs that you find, like, throughout the game, if you're, you know, if you've played any of the games in the past, it's it's pretty cool how it kind of ties together. There's some really, really cool stuff. Um, so it's a game you don't want to just rush through. You want to explore as much as you can. I mean, you know, once you get out into the village, you kind of can go a bunch of different ways and just make sure you explore everything. You're going to find a lot of stuff that's pretty exciting, I yeah. think. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. It was cool. Uh, guy, I loved it. I already can't wait for the next one. Um, Resident Evil 4. Yeah, well, that too, Remake. but just, uh, yeah. Like, happening. Yeah, which is exciting. I will, yeah. I will play the hell out of that, but um, I can't wait to see what this team does next. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I just... Yeah, it's scary. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is scary, but it's smart. Like, it's a smart video game. Yeah. 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 Is it very puzzly? It's pretty puzzly. Yeah. But I don't think it's as puzzly as 7, personally. Oh, really? Dude, I... Compared to some of the other games, I feel like 7 can be low on puzzles at times. I feel like the, the problem with me in 7 is, like, you had to figure out the puzzles while this guy's chasing you. I don't know. And I, that was my some of the stuff in, like, with in 2 with, like, Mr. X or whatever. Right. I don't think I'd do well under pressure necessarily. And it didn't feel like that kind of pressure was there. Right. Maybe maybe I've just, I don't know. Did you play 3? I've not played 3. Okay. Because 3 was, like, I feel like has that element with nemesis okay but it's more actiony i've played two four five six seven and eight gotcha and that's so intriguing to me i can't wait to play eight just for the fact that i want to know because i love seven yeah and i i want to try and piece together what didn't click for you about seven and what did about eight because that just intrigues me because i feel like they couldn't be that it might just be the brown the colors like this is such a colorful vibrant game even though it's kind of i don't know oled yeah, I think it, maybe it is. And I was, to be honest, I was playing 7 not on my OLED again. Yeah. I was playing it on the <laughs> yeah. PS4, so well, I don't know. Maybe, 7 also yeah. is just kind of a muddy game. It's a know? muddy game. It's a it's a gross, dirty game. Um, but I love the story of 7. Yeah. I love, you know, that this is a continuation of that. I think it's done really, really smart. Um, I can't. I don't know. It's it's a hard game to talk about because there are so many things to spoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, really. Which I don't want to do. I don't even want to spoil like settings because to be honest, when I was playing through it, I thought when I was done with like basically the first section, I'm like, oh, that was a short game. Like, mm-hmm. but no, you still have at least half the game left right. after. Oh, yeah. You know, awesome. Um, I'm but, so glad it did well. Honestly, I, too. I didn't necessarily think that it wouldn't, um, but I'm glad it. You know, it kind of lived up to the hype. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that we went before we started the show. We concluded that. Uh, ben, Brandon, and I don't have a lot to add as far as new games since we talked a lot about the stuff we were playing. Yeah, the only things I'm—I mean, I'm playing. I'm almost done with uh, Near Replicant. I've just got the last ending, and which is just funny to say. There's like multiple endings, you know. But uh, and then 
the only other thing that's new for me that I'm playing is um, the original God of War. I'm playing it on Vita. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah, I got I've that for like three before. bucks once. So I've like never played it before. That's a, it's a great game on Vita. I've watched a lot of it before, yeah. but and it's obviously very dated. But it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I recently listened to or edited the episode of the Knockback podcast where they talk about it. And I'm like, I need to play this game. I love yeah. God of War as a setting, like the the setting of the game. So, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm just playing more Subnautica. Um I got multiple vehicles now, and I'm still just exploring. There's not a lot to report back on without talking about the story once again, but go check this game out, seriously. Um, if you have the last one uh, on PS4, I believe there's a PS5 upgrade if you have one, so check that out too. Brandon, I texted you because I saw the cover of the physical version, yeah, yeah. and it has the, the picture of this big, big squid, scary squid, squid, squid boy. glowing boy. Yeah. And I was like, Brandon, I don't like him, yeah. but also... Like I kind of like him. <laughs> like it's one of those like yeah. that is creepy as fuck. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of cool. He looks. Hey cool. guys, you know what? What's uh, next week? The day we record. Guess what comes out? Biomutant. Yeah. Finally. Dude, I watched that trailer today. The what is Biomutant? I have not watched anything else since the last time I played it at PAX. It looks good. I'm not watching anything else. Yeah. I just honestly it was so long. I remember the combat, but I was like, what is the structure of this right, game? Right. Yeah. Open world. Um. I- Looks great. I hope it's a diamond in the rough, man. I expect it to be a strong eight. Yeah. Yeah. I expect it to have prop maybe maybe a strong seven. High sevens. High seven. Yeah. yeah. That that sounds sounds about right. Either way, I'm excited to play it. I think it looks yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Also Returnal's real good. And I don't mean to Shut. have salt to wounds. I knew you were gonna say something and I but it is so good. Um I I, I it will be hard. For something to come out that I think this year is better than Returnal or um, Resident Evil 8. So those are great games. It's yeah. a good time for games. Very good time. Yeah. Just an update to that situation. I have no update. Damn. It makes me so sad. Like, it just... As soon as I beat Nier, I'm contacting PlayStation again. They've already told me they won't replace my console, but I'm going to try to get a different person on the customer service line and see. Right. So we'll see. Well, that's it for our show, everybody. So thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. As always, uh, we appreciate you. I mentioned at the top, but I want to reiterate, you should join our Discord at handsomefandom.com slash Discord and hang out with us there because a lot of new folks coming in every week. Yes, sir. So that'd be cool. Join us there. And of course, check out HP After Dark. It's there's it's there's a version of it out on free feeds. It's just not the most recent episode. And it's not really time sensitive uh, as far as the old episodes, you know. No. So you can go listen to all of them and feel like you're caught up for the newest one that will release soon. Right? Yeah. All right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. The HP Podcast is fan-funded through patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Thank you to our Patreon producers, C 83 Jared, Felix Tees, Josh Cummings, the shadow producer, Edward Walton, Stewie108, Charles Pedersen, Toby Ryland, Straw Hat Ninja, Josh DeBerry, Michael J. Sutherland, Jared Cavaliero, and Jason Cannon.